Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hello and welcome to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Cordes. Today, I'm going to be diving into a topic that has personally impacted us this week, these past two weeks, and I actually missed an episode that I wanted to post earlier in the week, so this is actually going to be landing to you on Monday, and that was because we were still recovering from being sick with COVID. So today's episode is the second part of the three-part mini-series that I've started called Faith Over Fear and this episode is titled Pregnant and Unvaccinated, How I Overcame the Fear of Being Diagnosed as High Risk When I Got COVID. So I want to just preface this episode by saying that I actually debated quite a lot whether or not to dive into this and what personally happened to myself because I don't want to divide my listeners. So I decided after a lot of prayer and thought about it that it was imperative that I share my personal story but without diving into the specifics about why I chose not to be vaccinated. If you want to ask me that personally, I don't mind having a conversation with you but I'm not going to do it on air um, because that's sort of irrelevant to the topic that I want to cover today which is fear. Um, I am acutely aware that regardless of the vaccination status of each individual listener, fear is still rife everywhere at the moment and it's crippling. And so I want to equip you with hope and to help you find some strategies to cope if you're feeling like you are also being crippled by fear. Maybe it's not this current pandemic that has rocked you. Perhaps it's a different personal health crisis or a different financial situation. But the strategies I share here could be applied to many different areas. So let's dive into it. So when I recorded my last episode, Danny had just been diagnosed with COVID and at the time he was isolating in our main bedroom. Well, not long after, I think it was the following morning, my initial optimism that, you know, everything's going well, I think I should be fine and I should fight off this bug fine. My initial optimism turned to fear when I realised that I was getting sick because I am pregnant and I am unvaccinated. The doctor has told me on numerous occasions probably because she has to um, that you are high risk you are diagnosed as high risk so that whole that label I suppose kind of stuck with me and not to mention as well the headlines that 
felt like they were sort of screaming at me the narrative of fear that has gripped society even when you try not to it is quite contagious and those the words the label can kind of plague you into thinking that you're going to be a fact or figure and it sounds so ludicrous now saying it and speaking these things out loud but you can become captive in your thoughts and I was saying to Danny sort of after we were over the brunt of the illness saying to him it sounds silly but in all honesty um, at the beginning of the week because of the way that um, I had been labelled as high risk I honestly felt like it was 50% whether or not I was going to be alive at the end of um, the sort of two week window that I thought things could either turn sour or I could get better and I know that's a bit ridiculous to really think think that because at the end of the day I'm actually quite a healthy person and although I'm pregnant I know that I've got a pretty good immune system but those thoughts can really just wreak havoc with your your head and I feel a a shift really happened in my heart when I was called we weren't followed up very well with telehealth and we only actually heard from someone on about day six of this bug by which by which time sort of recovered for the most part and were feeling a heck of a lot better and when I was speaking to the lady she was like what we're only getting on to you on day six you know I thought you you know we're like only day one of illness and I was like yep you know she's like oh well you know if you're okay with it we'll just you know touch base with you but we won't worry about doing all the extra monitoring and everything that we would have been doing if we caught you on day one because it sounds like you're over the brunt of it and it was funny that just having someone actually verbalize that you're doing well really sort of shifted um, in myself too in my thinking that yeah you know I am getting over this and yeah we are going to be fine and I am going to be fine but I want to talk to you about the thought processes that went on with my head and how I sort of battled through in my mind some of the things that were going on because you know fear it can be paralyzing it can be crippling and I'm sure many people are aware of the way that fear can really impact your body you know the cortisol levels and the adrenaline that's released when you are feeling in a state of fear and when you're sick that's really the last thing that you need to be engaging and it's not going to help you get better if you're allowing fear to wreak havoc on your body because it's also going to be releasing all these stress hormone responses. So let's dive into some ways that we can try and overcome fear if you are labelled as high risk or if you are in a situation where you're feeling that fear is crippling you. So the very first thing that I think is paramount is that we need to have a mindset shift. So for me, that comes down to putting on the armour of God. So a friend of mine said, are you putting on the armour of God every day? And I was like, well, no, I suppose I'm not. So this verse is from Ephesians 6.10. 
Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So something that stood out to me was that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. And if we are not reading God's word, we are not fully equipped to fight off the devil and all the untruths that we are going to be facing. So it's not just a matter of just speaking this over ourselves, but it's going through each one of these things that um, is talked about as the armour of God and to make sure that we are really engaging ourselves in the word of God and for myself I feel like I probably sometimes neglect to do that and I can do that more but when we are particularly going through a battle it's so imperative that we don't shy away from this that we we dwell in the word as much as we can so that we are able to have that armour of God over us. Following on from putting on the armour of God and that mindset shift is we need to be taking every thought captive to Christ. So in 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 to 6, it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So we need to think about the thoughts that we are having and if they're thoughts that God is putting in our head, what are we saturating our minds with? Are we saturating our minds with fear and news headlines and labels that might make us fearful or we saturating ourselves with the word of God. So in addition to reading the Bible, it's really helpful to speak some of the truths that we find in the Bible. So when we are doubting God, when we are not trusting that he is going to make true on his promises, there is such power and although it seems sometimes silly to speak it out loud, I would just encourage you to find some verses that speak of God being trustworthy and being someone that we can rely on and just speaking those words out loud, but write, write it somewhere if you have to, but speaking it out loud and praying, praying, using the word of God can help us just to trust that God is good all the time and that he really does have us in his hands whatever happens to us we are secure in him and we are secure knowing that our salvation is in him 
as well. In Psalm 91, it says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. The next thing that I wanted to mention, which is something that kind of took me aback a little bit, I've been reading this past two weeks um, a devotional titled Worry-Free Living, Trading Anxiety for, for Peace by Joyce Meyer. And in there, she was talking about having to repent for our unbelief. So by choosing to engage in the thought process of fear, we have believed the lie that God doesn't care for us. And we know that that's not true. But by but by being fearful, we are also saying in our spirit that, God, we don't trust you. And we need to remember that that he can be trusted, that he is trustworthy. And to come back to that place of asking for forgiveness for that. And it seems silly in a way because we sort of think, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with being, being fearful. But God calls us to put our trust in him. So how are we doing that if we are being crippled by unbelief and by fear. The next thing that I wanted to mention was that it is a great idea to surround yourself with those that will bring joy and support you when you're going through a period of anxiety or worry or fear. So I had one particular beautiful friend that really blessed us in the week we were unwell and lifted our spirits just by bringing us meals and checking in with us and making sure we were doing okay and also I think just having a sense of humour and um, helping helping me to feel that we're going to get through this all. So those, those things really helped a lot just being surrounded by people in, in spirit I suppose because she wasn't able to be here in person but you know, having people that were checking in on you just help helps being able to get through a difficult patch. So I would encourage you to make sure that you have a network or even just one or two close friends or family that can check in with you and help you when you're going through a difficult patch. So I really hope that this blessed you and I'm sorry that it's gone on a little bit longer I would love to hear how you're doing, how your family's doing and if you've got any other strategies that you use to um, combat fear, particularly around this area. And don't forget to sign up for my email list so you know when the next podcast drops. And also we have a Facebook group which I would love you to be a part of. If you want to find that, that will be in the show notes. Talk to you next time. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. 
Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time.